This podcast was brought to you by Good Episode Productions. Let us fill your brain cavity with our content juice. It's the summer of Morbius, bitch. It's the summer of Morbius. Before we really get into like talking about Discworld, uh, before we start talking about anything good, <laughs> I just want to talk about Bella Thorne supporting the monarchy. <laughs> huh? What? Did you did you did you see the the thing from Bella Thorne's Instagram that I posted on Twitter where she's like she went to she was invited to speak at Cambridge Union. And she was like, first of all, I love the monarchy. I think Prince Charles is doing a lot for the country. Me too. And, and I think that Prince William is going to make a great leader and will really, really lead the monarchy in the in the correct direction. People talk about abolishing the monarchy, but I think as American that you shouldn't. And I was like, <laughs> why is Bella saying this? Shut the fuck up. I think as I'm an American, really sure. that's where the sentence should fucking end. Like, I, who's, sorry. Who's, yeah, who's I don't know who Bella Thorne is, but... She was like a Disney Channel star, and then she's like extremely hot and an adult oh, now. Oh, was she the she one that like the OnlyFans? One. Yeah, yeah. She like made an OnlyFans account and then didn't post nudes, and people gave Shameful. her loads of money. So then they made it difficult for all sex workers to use the platform because of her. You see, I can remember oh, who she yeah. was because I only saw her on. <laughs> I've only seen her really uh, with skincare people on YouTube reacting to her skincare routine because it's like extremely bad. Um, yeah, and I, I thought, and I thought she was like a lesbian influencer. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> but apparently, been, she made a short erotic film for Pornhub once. A short erotic film. No, no, such, actually... people don't understand what eroticism is anymore. <laughs> this is my. Well, I don't my know what eroticism is. No, everyone's afraid of eroticism. <laughs> Chaz, Chaz, what is eroticism? What is eroticism? eroticism are we, are, are we all recording a... this, by the way? <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, me too. Eroticism, eroticism is when you um, are in a car crash and you really want to have sex with a car. <laughs> right. Cronenberg yeah, is the only one who understood it, huh? Cronenberg is the only erotic filmmaker. There is no others. Um, eroticism is when a lady wears uh, pull-ups and you see them uh-huh. and you go... Yeah, that's true. eroticism is like when a woman is brunette but then she's blonde. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That's very true. That's extremely true. Eroticism is when you, as a vampire, watch your vampire best friend from school kiss his girlfriend um, from several high story buildings away. Yes. And you see. Like in the summer of Morbius. <laughs> like in the summer of Morbius. Michael Mor- Morbius. Michael, Michael Morbius. Morbius. The living the vampire. The living. He's not dead, he's alive. <laughs> Eroticism is when you do shirtless press-ups on the floor, uh, do a little mm. dance, then put your shirt on uh, and go <laughs> into the mirror. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I don't think... You see, here's the problem, is that that scene is performed by um, character actor Matt Smith, who I don't believe has any sort of fundamental eroticism in his, in his body. I agree. Um, yeah, he's British. Yeah, he's not, he's so. not exactly. a erotic man. That's what I'm saying. He's British, no, so he can't be erotic. British... He can only be bawdy. Um, <laughs> or possibly ribald, but not erotic. These are these are the issues that deeply affect my psyche and leave me unable to find meaningful connection with uh, the opposite gender. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I am British and therefore <laughs> incapable of eroticism, uh, <laughs> connection on a level more than platonic, mm. and uh, a crippling fear of vulnerability. Well, yeah. Chaz spelled it out for you. You need to get a bit more bawdy. You need to start acting need- more like you're in an episode of Carry On. Yeah, you yeah. Need an enormous red nose. You need to have. <laughs> 
big pints. <laughs> you need to be going all out alone. <laughs> you just oh, want me to sexually harass women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they the kind only... of secretly like it because yeah. it's the 1970s. Exactly. Yeah. That's the only way to get along in Britain. Um, they still like it. With our lack of eroticism. That's... Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what women aren't telling you is that they love to be yelled at by drunk men. The when women's gold slapped, want you to know this. When yeah. I'm slapped or arrested rightfully for uh, sexual harassment, I will say... A succulent, a succulent, a succulent my, harassment. My friends Chaz and Robin both said I should do this, so it's fine. <laughs> Uh, the famous they dared me response to a crime that that's not the one that works ignorance of the law is no excuse but um being dared to do it is mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> or if it's funny i think humor is is the classic defense <laughs> exactly <laughs> sorry officer oh, no. it was for a bit oh i'm so sorry i'll let you go post haste this is how it goes <laughs> The uh, suspect of the uh, carry-on persuasion has, uh, <laughs> informed us that it was for a uh, bit, so... Uh... Oh, as I was arresting him, the suspect in question, he hiked up his trousers and went, oi, oi, officer, it's a fair cop in it. And so <laughs> after that, I had no recourse but to allow him to leave the premises. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of what this book is about. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. yeah. What is this book about? It's Star Wars Day. No, it's Which is... fourth. It's the it's the fourth of May. It's the fourth of May, <laughs> which the is the fourth, famous saying from the, fourth, the from the movie. The fourth may be with you. <laughs> the Somehow, fourth of May Palpatine be you. Palpatine has told me that it's the fourth of May. Yeah. The fourth. It's the famous. May, I mean, it's from May the 4th. famous scene in Star Wars where, like, Darth Vader is like, "It's gonna be May." <laughs> it's gonna be the fourth. That's my favorite. Oh, four, That's my it's gonna be May in three days. <laughs> no. <laughs> Four days ago. Been May, yeah. Yeah, it's been May for it's four days. It's gonna have been May. <laughs> it's the bit where they're in the the you know in the end of the first one and they're trying to shoot the thing into the hole. Yeah. yeah. Where they're trying to shoot and he mm. goes, May Day, May Day, but it's mm-hmm. three days after that oh. to account for the, to account for the weekend. Yeah, it's that bit where uh, Chewbacca is like. In Wookiee, that means May the 4th. Yeah, yeah and then, then Han Solo is like, so true, it is May the 4th today. Yeah. Wookiee Life Day is November 17th, so um, put that one in your book. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think that has an Earth date. Oh, I Life Day, yeah. I think that only has a space date. I don't think that you can... Well, I don't no. think they use the Earth calendar in space. They do. They have the Gregorian calendar. I Why? Asked, <laughs> I asked... You asked, you asked yeah. George Lucas. It happened, it happened a long time ago. Um, it, in a galaxy far, far away. But, but not, not long enough that the Gregorian calendar wasn't invented yet. So it's yeah. actually like... Actually, they gave us the Gregorian calendar. It came, came down on a comet. I choose to believe it was a different guy named Gregor. It wasn't yeah. about the Gregorian. Yeah, it's Gregor with, like an apro- apostrophe in it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's based on the number of feet a beetle has. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. you know, there's 365 days. 365 divided by six is a beetle. Yeah, um, they have be- they have six legs. Uh-huh. A beetle has six legs. Um, yeah. That's why there's uh, six days in a week because they got six legs, but they've also got a head. So there's that's the day that God rested. So there's six legs and mm. a head. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we all agree. <laughs> they, have, yeah. they also have an abdomen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a thorax. That, well, that, that's about the leap years. That's where that comes in. <laughs> yeah, it's stored, the uh-huh. leap year is stored in the thorax. <laughs> <laughs> they usually have mandibles as well. 
I believe. <laughs> mandibles, what are you, gay? Um, yeah, I prefer <laughs> woman mandibles because I'm, I'm, I'm straight. I'm not, uh, I'm not. They also I'm have elytra. Mm. <laughs> well, I prefer... Electro complex. I prefer pronoun dibbles. Whoa! I'm leaving the podcast. It's too work for me now. <laughs> people, I, people say I'm a beetle, but I actually identify as a... Rolling Stone. Uh, uh, a fucking wasp. I don't know. Uh-huh. Give me, give me a job at the Babylon Bee for three hundred thousand a year. I will harass LGBTQ people, by which I mean my friends. <laughs> I was going to say you already do. <laughs> I mean, but you did, you did go, to, you, you did go see Morbius, the Living Vampire, which I'm sure is like a huge win for the LGBTQs everywhere. It's a game. Yeah, movie. it's about how if you're vampire. If you turn into a vampire and you're straight, you're good. But if you're gay and you turn into a vampire, then you're evil. No um, good. Yeah. It's about how you shouldn't be gay. Um, also, it's about should. it's about how bats, who are vampire bats, will famously swarm you and eat all your flesh the way that real life vampire bats do. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. That's why I didn't scary. see Morbius uh, because I would just would have been too scary for me. But yeah, um, it's it's also about how vampire bats are homophobic because if you're a straight vampire you can control the vampire bats yeah but the vampire bats if you're gay they they fucking hate you yeah they will will just they will pile into you like an endless stream of furry flesh yeah yeah uh leaving you weakened (laughs) yeah would you like to see the worst fight scene that anyone's ever filmed (laughs) in like june or july when this episode comes out everyone is still gonna be like talking about morbius the living vampire it'll be the summer of morbius it's the summer of morbius bitch it's gonna have been released on streaming by then, I think. Oh yeah, it's gonna gain a cult following once it uh, be released yeah. on blood streaming. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Am I right, Morbius fans? Yeah, we. You go. know what? I actually don't think it will gain a cult cult following. It's not really funny it's, enough. It's to. Yeah, I mean, the cult the following of it is not. Is the, the joke of the cult following is not seeing it right? Like, <laughs> yeah, the, most of the joke, most of the fun to be had with Morbius is that it's actually so bad and so. Uh, just like nothing that all of the uh, all of the sort of ironic affection for it that's all there is and that sort of you know simulacra if you will I don't is, think you is the pleasure that's the pleasure sounds like you didn't understand Morbius it sounds like you weren't on I don't Morbius. think straight people can, can understand Morbius <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah that's true I didn't do my homework to watch Morbius I didn't see uh, uh, the what if I didn't see episode mm-hmm. 2 of that's true of, um, of the Immortals yeah. yeah I didn't yeah, watch didn't the Immortals see, I didn't see Kingo, Kr- Kingo I, didn't, yeah. I didn't get the Captain America serial that has a secret clue on the back of the box uh-huh. yeah <laughs> I didn't read the stars. I just, this is such, a, this is such a dumb bit because it's like I'm I'm going insane knowing that it's not even like the same universe, right? Like it's yeah. Oh no, no it is Venom the same, universe. Universe. but it is Venom. It, it is it's a Venom, Venom universe. universe, which yeah. Uh, they do not mention seeing it. Venom is like actually homophobic. Yeah. Um, mm. so. Wait, this the Venom universe. Wait, it's different. It's the Venom yeah, universe. Yeah, because one of them is Sony and the other one is whatever the other fucking studio is. <laughs> that's so why they made. That's why they did Sony. Morbius because Sony wait, only has the rights fucking... to like the most obscure like Spider-Man villains. Yeah. So yeah why did, it, why like... did Michael Keaton turn up at the end then? Yeah. No, they are they are joined together to the Spider-Man last one and that's it's why the, that's why vulture was shit. in it 
I fucking hate this shit, dude. It's so bad. <laughs> strange in the Monopoly is of Madness. Isn't this a good way of consuming films? Just Isn't fucking... this a good way that art is made now? Is a, I was like, I saw that like post about how uh, Kevin Feige is retreating with the top Marvel creatives to plan out I'm the next 10 my body years of plastic explosive and, like... and ball bearings. And I'm going to walk up to Kevin Feige <laughs> in that retreat. And it's going to go off. <laughs> You're but if you know that. that you know that Kevin Feige's understanding that. of cinema is like uh, Chloe Zhao shot this scene of a sunset, and I was so amazed because she did. She shot a sunset without any visual effects. Like that's that's oh, no, his understanding that. of cinema. Or like ha- he was like I, I heard of the movie Black Klansman, and I was so amazed that they put these words Black and Klansman together in like one word, and everyone understood what it means. And that's why he called One Division that. Like. He has the mind. He's just heard of portmanteaus. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just like a little baby. He's actually from the multiverse and he's never seen a movie before. Yeah. And he's just like, he keeps discovering new things. And he's like, I've discovered this thing. It's where like, if you put two images together, like cut them together, then it feels like they're related somehow. Yeah. It's like a cool effect, but it's yeah. like giving me shivers. It's like a cool shiver, shiver effect. effect. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's something that's along kinda, those like, lines. That's kind of Russian somehow. Yeah. I was eating a churro and then I was looking at it in the dark and there was like a light bit uh, and it was a bit obscured and I was like, this churro skewer is upset. <laughs> I'm, imagining, I'm imagining a type of lib that is like using the Kuleshov effect in movies is actually like... Uh, it's gaslighting. For, it's for Putin or it's like it's like anti-Ukraine sentiment. So to, to like to, to stand with the Ukraine, we're just not not you're not using not anything, using not using Russian any of the techniques. Kuleshov was Kuleshov was Ukrainian, so it's actually no, it's not the Kuleshov effect. It's Kuleshov effect. <laughs> if you call it the Kuleshov effect, then that's really anti-Ukraine. Using it's look, the cool definite article is pro-Russian. Effect. <laughs> Sorry, I mean definite article is pro-Russian. No, no V. Don't say the. The is cancelled. It's a slur. That's true. Hey, it's been long enough since that we recorded the last episode that war broke out in Europe, huh? Oh, <laughs> no, I think it already. I think it already <laughs> that, had. That had it? happened. That had happened. No, by our that last happened episode. Yes. Yeah, we just didn't make any jokes about it. I guess. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think we, we haven't. It's very funny. I think we did. We just haven't released that episode yet. The only uh, funny thing is that Russia is extremely bad at it. It's yeah. all it's good at is killing large numbers of civilians, which That's isn't so funny. funny. But it's very bad at actually fighting a war because they don't seem to lubricate any of their vehicles or like maintain. Well, because them. that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a lubrication on my right. on my vehicle. You want to put that into your little asshole? <laughs> I do remember, like uh, at the very beginning, when when this whole war broke out, like one of the like news stories was that was that they're they're not gonna show Morbius in Russia. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> that will get that's, them to be fair that's <laughs> probably why they're losing so badly and that's why the yeah, morale yeah, they have a, the they have an Im- forces are so poor <laughs> they have an embrace the summer of <laughs> yeah they just they just look across the trenches and there's there's some Ukrainian soldiers like going ha ha Morbius good film and the Russians just a God. single tear runs down their feet their, their cheeks knowing yeah all the like they all the, all the Russian wives watch are Morbius like, Getting getting letters every day that starts with uh, my dear Natashka. Once again, I have not been able to see Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> many many people say you know vampires are intrinsically linked with hungry, right? 
yeah. you know, Transylvania. That's a and Hungarian also, speaking hungry. cultural area. Yeah, they are hungry for blood. Uh, ha ha. Only <laughs> <laughs> the most highbrow uh, humor on this podcast. They're hungry for blood. Um, Transylvania, uh, vampires, Dracula. Um, yes. And mm-hmm. so I think <laughs> yeah. when the Russians yeah. invaded Hungary. When the Russians invaded Hungary in the 50s, they were they were going there to seize critical Morbius supplies. <laughs> ah. And ever since the Cold War, those those supplies have run out. And the, the privatization, the shock therapy in, in the Russian economy in the 90s, that sucked all of their, their Morbius supplies dry, like Morbius might suck you dry. <laughs> no! Um, not, in a, not in a homosexual manner, because he's, <laughs> he's very straight. straight. Yeah. Um, Morbius is straight. So, <laughs> so that's why they had to go into uh, Ukraine to, to, to get, seize get the critical Morbius. Morbius supplies. Yes, I see. That makes a lot of sense. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to email screen rant. <laughs> bold, bold, new, bold new theory on the Russian-Ukrainian invasion. <laughs> but a screen rant did normal news reporting, <laughs> but in the same style. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be believe so what this MP was watching. Um, and crucially, Morbius wasn't, Morbius wasn't woke, uh, so the Russians who are not woke and have their tanks don't have pronouns, mm-hmm. uh, as many people have observed. <laughs> Uh, unlike the unlike the, the Ukrainian um, tanks, the Ukrainian tanks which have pronouns and and beat them pound for pound, they they needed they needed the non woke supplies of Morbius. Yeah, that they them tank hits different. Z Z A Hellfire missile got me acting unwise. Okay, should we? Strong start. Back in there. You know, the... you know when you're walking through the swamps uh, of Mariupol, uh, they probably have swamps there. I don't know. And uh-huh. you, you you step on something on the ground, it goes click, and you're like, oh shit. And it says, my pronouns are she, they, and you're like, oh fuck, oh no. About to get destroyed. Uh-huh. Pronoun mine. Yeah, my pronouns are my mind. Okay. Speaking of pronouns. Uh-huh. Speaking of pronouns, are uh, you ready to do this episode? Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Another Discworld novel, which once again features one of the more familiar characters of the Discworld, Samuel Vines. Mm-hmm. Sam Vines. Uh, he most decidedly doesn't save the world. What he does do is give the world time to save itself, which is very much more of a, a Discworld way of doing things. Sam Vines is not gifted with a huge intellect. It's absolutely right for sandbines. Trolls and dwarves and vampires. Discworld way of doing things. Lord Vecinari. Vines find himself in the same circumstances. And I really trust you. I've trusted you up till now. Discworld way of doing things. Hello and welcome to Who Watches the Watch, a Discworld reread slash what slash watch. <laughs> Fuck. Hello and welcome to Who Watches the Watch, a Discworld reread slash watch podcast hosted by four people who can answer your pressing questions, such as what is the most fuckable species in Uberwald? Um, I'm your host, Chaz. It's Igor. 
Maybe. <laughs> it is. I'm your host, Chaz, and I know that in Ubervolt they have a pastry made of curtains, but do they have one made of rug? I don't know, but I'd like to munch on it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, um, so um, mm. I'm your host, Robin, the uh, cultural ambassador for the Independent Republic of Wales and Bristol. <laughs> and Taunton. And not Taunton. Uh, hi. I'm your host, Janos. <laughs> um... And uh-huh. I am just like Morbius, scary. <laughs> yeah. Janos, Janos tried to cure his diabetes with with uh, bat DNA, and now he's now he's become homophobic. <laughs> so sick of like pricking myself into the finger every day to just squeeze a little drop of blood out. Um, but oh, I yeah, you're touching ever... pricks, are you? <laughs> no, all, the, all this time I've been like trying to think of like a joke that combines the like blood sugar thing and vampires. I just I, I just have nothing. We, we'll, we'll brainstorm it all for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll yeah. have a thing. <laughs> You're squeezing a rich, one out, are you? A rich, a rich vein, a rich vein of diabetes-related humor. <laughs> the only diabetes I, the humor I know of is the the cat that says diabetes. What? Mm. I, it's like a video of a cat, and it just says diabetes. Is it a real cat? <laughs> Think so. Okay, George, introduce yourself. <laughs> George is uh, coming in hot with that lol cat humor. <laughs> Hi, uh, my, my I'm George. I'm um, 25. Uh, I I'm um six foot three, uh, blonde, uh, well muscled, and I'm, I'm looking for um, hot egorinas in my area. That's that is the the bonk area. It's not an innuendo. Uh, if you're a werewolf, hit me up. <laughs> Yeah, you want to tear my flesh off? I'm fine with that. Let's, let's go for it. A okay. vampire drinking my blood that's full of glucose and then going on to make a uh, Nightcore Hyperpop track. <laughs> okay. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh, it's Nightcore? Because it, it's Nightcore like c- vampires c- and hyper, like okay. you get after a blood rush. After a okay. rush. Oh, like a, yeah. that, w- that was nothing. Like a, um, yeah, okay, I see. <laughs> People, vampires, be like drinking diet, <laughs> diet blood. Be like, do you want one sugar or two in that? And then <laughs> okay. This basin on the. I don't know. I'm I'm lost. I'm lost do in the think, weeds. Um, this is a serious matter. Do you think it's a subculture in like the water sports community okay. for diabetic people <laughs> because they do have notoriously sugary urine? I don't know. Ask Chaz. <laughs> I think. Chaz, have you been getting involved in water sports? No, it's it's stupider than that. Um, (laughs) Well, so I'm a hypochondriac, (laughs) as we're all aware. Were you tasting your urine because you thought you were diabetic? This may or may not have happened. I cannot even. (laughs) It's one of my favourite fun facts. The thing is, people think I'm funny and quirky, but what they don't realize is that I'm actually mentally ill. 
You tasted your own piss? <laughs> I didn't drink it. I just tasted it to make sure it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> It was fine. <laughs> But you don't have a frame of reference, which is like my. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you need some oh, control you? piss. Yeah. Well, no, because it wasn't at all sweet. So, like, I think if it's, I think <laughs> if it is slightly sweet, then you're like, that's to, something to be concerned. I'm but not if you're... sure it's. I'm not sure you can taste it. No, you can. No, that's that's how they used to. That's how they used to see if you had diabetes in like the medieval period. If they didn't know about diabetes back then. They... No, they did because people yeah, did. died of it. You just died I'd... if you had it. You wouldn't. Yeah, live. they they thought about. Um, I mean, they didn't know what it was, but they knew that it was like a thing that had those symptoms. Mm-hmm. Like and they it was had, diagnosed um, with sugary piss. It was sticky yeah. and it tasted sweet. So I was like, "Well, I'm just like them, <laughs> uh, a doctor, <laughs> and I'm very the smart." Person Embracing the water tradition. Party. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if you are like being treated, then your piss should be normal. Walking <laughs> into the Bergheim sweet, toilets and being be like, "Yo, I'm not actually into this, but can someone taste this? Does it taste sweet to you?" <laughs> can, you can someone give me a comparison? Oh, <laughs> uh, my German. You could just go to the doctor, you know. If you do like a, a piss wine testing, do you spit it out after you like? <laughs> not <laughs> if not. <laughs> if people, uh, what? People are really if into like, piss. If you're like, um, like they have a as you do, which is a thing that people do. That's just some anyone drinking Chardonnay. You just go into a fancy, like a fancy evening, and then there's like this, like Dick Tremaine type guy who is like, uh, and now we're going to begin the piss wine testing. <laughs> I mean, this probably happens with like Tories. I feel like there's something that they do. I don't know. I mean, this going is, to like, is... a, you're like in an eyes wide chat situation where yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. going to this mm. like really intimidating. Um, costume party where everyone is like everyone is like wearing a mask but they're like full out naked under under that uh, yeah. and then like the, the 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 guy with the most impressive mask is like um but now it's who's mm. got the <laughs> now the, it's time the, to get your cups who's <laughs> got the who's got the palest piss at the party who's the most hydrated motherfucker <laughs> this is see this is exactly what this motherfucker ate asparagus about. this is a terry pratchett podcast why one of the hosts admits to tasting their own urine <laughs> is this I, I was forced into this <laughs> This is what Vimes was talking about in this chapter where he says, I was a drunk, I wasn't wealthy enough to be an alcoholic. Mm. Yeah, they have like this discussion where like Vimes walk in and like there's this like really intimidating uh, milfy vampire and and, uh, she's like, ah, both of us uh, have this in common that we don't drink alcohol and then she brings out like the wine bottles with the piss in it. Let the piss tasting begin. Um, okay. Just don't enough, any enough, body enough for it, Melbourne talk. Drink. It doesn't have to um, be blood. Yeah. Yeah. That would Vampires be so getting good, crazy like... to drink your piss when you have a uterine infection. Yeah, they're like, oh, there's blood in that pee girl. Come on, this girl. Come on, this girl. Would the, would the piss vampire like bite into your bladder? Like, would that be a thing? A piss vampire. Interesting. I think. I think. I think there would be different cultural sections, just like uh, in like Twilight vampires, yeah. where there are some vampires 
that would bite into you to, they'd bite into your balls to get the piss yeah, whereas the other vampires would just wait for you to piss like the piss, piss vampire puts his mouth around your urethra and just sucks really hard <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 like I could imagine they just don't like it when it's like out, when it's like ox, when it, it like it like hits the oxidized. air right it's oxygenated yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's why you piss directly into the mouth this is like a recognized <laughs> phenomenon it's not prank yeah come <laughs> <laughs> This is... Do not drink oxidized urine. <laughs> oh no! It has begun. The bacteria has begun to multiply. Um, so <laughs> they don't have immune systems, maybe. Yeah, but it ruins, it ruins the flavor. I've heard. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. get on to talk about the book and not piss anymore. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted by I'm this opening to our podcast. Half an hour of yeah. piss talk. Uh, yeah. 30, 30 Christian minutes of piss talk. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's all we've talked about this episode. Yeah, I know. This might be a I most mean, arranged yet. It's a very, very interesting energy. I'll, put, I'll say that. Um, it was a weird a- choice to adapt like Morbius the piss vampire out of all <laughs> Spider-Man villains. <laughs> I guess because they don't have access to a lot of the other superheroes, yeah. they just like they have a very short roster to. to it was just like this from. one pervert in the seventies who wrote the Spider-Man <laughs> comics and got away with it. Yeah, well, they were like, "Oh, should we have to do the piss guy?" And they were like, "Come on, come on, we, we need to we need else. to strike an edgier audience." Let's let Jared Leto be the piss yeah, man. Yeah, all the other all the other ones they had left were were like Dimitri the cum ghost. <laughs> That's no good. Yeah, Dimitri was very controversial at the time. <laughs> Kept sticking to things. Very, very hard to get out of your laundry. Oh, there was Scatman John, but like not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about the fifth elephant. We read we read the middle third of the fifth elephant. Uh Act two, if you will, of of the play of the Fifth Elephant. Did you did you enjoy it, friends? Yeah, yes, yeah. immensely. I, I'm calling the, you friends, but I'm not sure anymore. But that's for the purposes <laughs> of the podcast. We'll pretend. Colleagues. I did colleagues. hugely uh, about two weeks this ago is, when I read it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like maybe my favorite one yet, and we haven't even finished it. It's Ooh. it is a fantastic book. It's yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's tense. This it's, is like well plotted it's mysterious yeah. uh it's so well it has themes mm. uh it's got great characters it's got it's got uh spooky it's moments it's terry being like uh i'm gonna be a little more on the nose with fascism it's this got time. world building yeah what if we what if you had a red flag with some lightning and a wolf's head on it? <laughs> Yeah, I highlighted that. I was like, interesting. What have he's got this <laughs> what, what, what does yeah. this I mean, mean? Slimes walks into it's the German little, aristocrat castle and it's like, damn, I wonder what that, that flag means. It's pretty sus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be a little uh, a little too woke for some people because it has pronouns <laughs> in it. That's true. There are pronouns in this. Um, <laughs> it has slurs. At one point, one of the dwarves keeps saying slurs at Cherry, and Detritus yeah. is like, "Don't fucking say that word." So, Detritus, I, ultimate ally. Detritus is I love, I love this book. <laughs> it's it's so good. Everything it it has so many like different aspects of it that are just fantastic. Like, because the Cherry stuff isn't even constant, but when it's there, it's just like perfect. Mm. I'm. This is so. This is like the tightest one yet. I think. Yeah. 
I th- I think that might be true. Yeah. I think it is because it, as I said before, sometimes the mysteries can be a bit like, like they're mysteries, but they're not really mysteries. Yeah, they're very obvious. They're, they're not. Yeah, they're very obvious. Or yeah, it's the gun or, yeah. or already explained. It's, it's a gun. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like the last the last one with um with the golems and stuff was like a little bit more. Yeah, the golem you know, was pretty good, and then Jingo. I, I don't remember what the plot of Jingo was. No one remembers what the plot of Jingo was because just a bunch of stuff happened and that's the plot of Jingo. I think one of the things with the previous mysteries is that they can often be extremely um, opaque um, Mm. and like everything's getting mentioned but there's literally no way as a reader you could tie anything together until you get a tiny little bit more information Mm. and then it's like blisteringly obvious and I think this one is a little bit more drip fed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, just it's very really intriguing. Nails. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, I think I think I, I I've been I've been thinking that like this has been like formulating in my brain when I read like the that, that I think I think Vimes as a character just like really strikes a perfect balance of like nailing what it feels like like the what it feels like trying to figure out a mystery, right? Mm. Like, in a way that, like, if you read, like, a Sherlock Holmes or, like, an Agatha Christie book, you don't get it, because it's, like, the detective is, like, a genius who's much smarter than you. Yeah. So in this one, like, having Vimes be, like, a, just, like, a very methodical guy. Yeah. Yeah. Makes, you know, makes you really feel, like, his, Terry makes you really feel the way his uh, gears are turning. He's not just methodical, he's also very, I mean, he's very, uh, it's Vimes vibes. He's very gut instinct, you know? He's, yeah. he's yeah. not he knows he's not the cleverest guy he knows he's sort of up against people who are much cleverer than him and he the fact that he's out mm. of his element in this book i think really the fact that he's having to like go into somewhere else and sort out a mystery that he doesn't really have authority in it's yeah. really good he doesn't just have it strips it builds up this sort of huge you know he's got this huge infrastructure now in Ankh-Morpork um and it's like mm. well what if he didn't have this anymore has he has he still got it can he still solve things uh you know has he still got yeah. the, yeah. the mac like, and he does like, what if he didn't have this anymore and it was being dismantled at the same time <laughs> yeah. what if one guy <laughs> was just really bad at his job Look. Listen, there's just a few bad apples ruining <laughs> the police force for, for yeah. everybody other than that it's fine I do think it's really nice to see how Terry's like transplanted the characters into a different environment that mm. like some of them are from as well because there's a yeah. lot of cultural background that comes really into play with it and they're just such fantastic characters in their own right like they're they're all incredibly three-dimensional mm. um and it just ah oh, I just it's yeah. So good. yeah it is good I was actually I was so sad that I had to stop reading I just like the last third, yeah. I really, really love, and I was like, "This is this is I just this kept hard." Reading. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> want to keep going? Yeah, but yeah. We're not gonna wait like two months to record no. the next one. No, I, yeah. I think I'm depending no. on well, when we finish. None of us. Yeah, gonna get Janos, Janos won't invade Ukraine. Or that could that happen, couldn't possibly happen. Putin got <laughs> diabetes. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I was that, drafted into the war in Ukraine. That's why I was going for. Yeah. And then you called it the Ukraine and got yeah. kicked out. 
Yeah. yeah, they said you're gonna have to leave the army now. It was great yeah, that you volunteered yeah. to fight for us, but you called it the Ukraine and that. Rule was number one: I no definite agenda, no missile, and they kicked me out. <laughs> no definite articles in the Ukrainian military. Rule number two: no definite articles in the Ukraine. Yeah, I, the, I they said. They listening to Tchaikovsky, and they were like, "You've got to get out of here." Yeah. I said, "What if it was they themkovsky?" They them Kofsky hit different. Exactly. Uh, but he just Shive Stokovic yeah. to blow out my back doors. Eighteen twelve cannons blasting my back out um, <laughs> and <laughs> they're all she they. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Very good work. Good work. Yeah. Um That's yeah. comedy. That's comedy, baby. Yeah, so how do you want to talk about this book? Exactly. How do we do this podcast? I don't know. I think if you go through the summary and we can just jump in rather than like going through it all and then saying things. Yeah, well, that's that's how we sort of That's how we usually do That's how we roll. That's what we've been doing. If you don't like it, there's the door. There's the door. (laughs) It's the red button on the screen. Yeah. Like don't me like this. Listen to Come Town, I guess. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen to, to Red Scare. Cu- listen to Urine Town. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen to Red Scare. This Which is town? Red Scare. Listen to Red Scare. This is Red Scare. No, I'm on Succession. Every day um, we get one star reviews sandwich. of people saying we're not anti-vax yeah. enough. Yeah, I think you should only Actually, get vaccinated if you are erotically interested in needles. I'm if becoming. Not, don't bother. I'm becoming anti-vax because I'm traveling soon and I got a typhoid vaccination yesterday and I feel like shit and I have to get a Hep B vaccination tomorrow, which is going to cost me fucking eighty pounds. So for that reason, maybe I am a little bit just for hepatitis B. Maybe mm. I'm a little bit anti-vax. Yeah, you, sh- you should get hepatitis B. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. As protest, I'm going to get Hep B. It's cheaper than not getting As it. As one of the hosts of Red Scare, I'm... Maybe. I am much more left-wing than people who claim oh, to Oh, hi, be. Dasher, I didn't see and you there. I think that it's actually, you know, repealing, or repealing Roe versus Wade, that's actually good for the proletariat because... Uh, they don't need um, unelected judges telling them what they can and can't do. That's up to the states, mm-hmm. which they can yeah. vote for. I'm very smart. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have an abortion because if you have babies, there'll be more members of the working class and we That's can l- use them in order I was to, literally yeah. about to, to say that. I think, I think you should yeah. be able to uh, abort babies up to about the age of 90 uh, but only if they're members of the Supreme Court. <laughs> this is what we've been. This is what we've. Well, we've been saying that postpartum abortions yeah. should up be to the age of ninety for yeah. justice. There was like a, there was like some insane uh, Twitter lib who, who went off like blaming like fucking Susan Sarandon and the Chapel guys for the Roe versus Wade thing, and then someone just, someone quote tweeted them with. Uh, this proves that abortion should not only be legal but uh, also retroactive. And then this person, person just like quote tweeted that with saying another leftist death threat. Yeah, that's that's so true. Or that Nancy Pelosi's yeah. daughter who was just, like, "This is the left's fault." And it's like, your mum is. Yeah. One Actually, of it's your mother's fault. The they they only have two responses, which is vote or this is somehow the fault of the left. The oh, people the, the, who are in power. Secret compass to number posters. three, this is Islam's mm-hmm. fault. Oh, or something racist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
It's uh, it's a good time. That's it's great. a good time for everyone. It's time I to love abort it. the Supreme. There court. really is no limit to what they can they can they can pin on the dirtbag yeah. left. It's really deranged. Like it, it's sort of Matt Chrisman uh, uh, repealed Roe versus Wade <laughs> because he played uh, <laughs> Skyrim during the Supreme you know, Court. You know, Virgil Texas has been missing. It's because he's in the Supreme Court now. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe he should be aborted to <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> I wish you would Virgil text less. Um, Jesus. Um, yeah, so there's, there's like three or four different plot lines um, in this bit. But first of all... It starts with a quite a pivotal moment. I think this book really does neatly. It neatly goes into thirds, which Perfect is quite useful for a TV adaption. I know thirds. three episodes. Yeah, so exactly. one of them is set in the desert. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so the, they're in the dialectic swamp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the exposition yeah. desert, the dialectic swamp, and I'm sure we'll come up with a. They're third in the relationship the, tension forest. The ad the ad hominem uh, canyon. <laughs> Um, the metaphor castle. Yeah, yeah. They're um, yeah. So they are the, in the metaphor castle in this book. They're in a few, they're in a few metaphor castles. They're, there's this whole bit where they're they're going through the pass, as we mentioned last time, and they get waylaid by bandits, and um, they manage to like Vimes kills one of the bandits, and then Inigo Skinner is the clerk who's been sent with them by Venari, but he's actually secretly an assassin, and he just like kills a bunch of people. And this is this is significant because for the rest of the of this section, everyone keeps talking as if it was Vimes who killed everyone, and they all they all believe it was him, and it keeps getting exaggerated until it's like thirty men and a dog, and it's quite yeah. funny. I will say this is one of those things that I think um, would have been quite a good reveal to me if I hadn't played the Discworld board mm. game yeah. beforehand <laughs> where Inigo Skimmer, Skinner is a is a character. Yeah, it um, gives you gives you two murders. It's pretty good. Exactly. And is explicitly an assassin. So I yeah. was like, well I think this guy's an assassin, but it hasn't come up yet. I'm sure it will. <laughs> yeah. She was in the T V show too. But he was basically was a completely he? different oh. character. Yeah, he was like yeah, he's in the, the sort cells. of sniveling one that they. Beat oh up my god! On. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I see the one who killed Sybil's parents. So, yeah. Maybe. And she's like, I want to kill him, but she's not. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. That was him. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I, I sometimes feel like I hallucinated it that entire series. Very odd. Yeah, I keep forgetting. <laughs> I've kind of forgotten until now that her like um weird. <laughs> How like, could you forget? This is the I, for, I kind of forgot that Sybil was like series. that in the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the whole thing. She's like, I want to kill, I want to re-educate you in my secret underground. Yeah. yeah. I, like, that, school. that grated on me at the time. And now, having read more of the books, um, it feels <laughs> even worse. Yeah. It was a strange decision. Look. We've we've gone back and forth on the on the series, but you understand what you understand how we feel by this point. Which is, however, we feel like feeling at any one particular point yeah. in time. <laughs> Adaptions are not inherently flawed. No, but this you, one. You should, this was bad. you should change. <laughs> you should change things if you want to, but make it good. Yeah. The amazing, amazing Morris movie with uh, Hugh Laurie and Khaleesi is gonna save it all. So it's gonna be. Yeah, that's it. gonna be good because it's gonna be super faithful. Yeah, because there's famous um, people in it. 
Yeah, mm. they're famously good at actors. This yeah. is who you just put famous. I love Amelia Clark's voice. It's so recognizable. <laughs> She's so versatile Hello. with her voice acting. I think it's kind yeah. of really so good. I'm, I'm Amelia Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing you could say about her portrayal of Daenerys Targaryen is that it was always very impassioned. And My dragons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope she. I hope she was say uh, Dovagedi in the. Amelia Clark. Dovagedi. She'll say. She'll say. Oh, this heart is belonged to someone else, and now I'm hallucinating them. That's crazy. Say, um, the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Break the wheel. Hasn't, hasn't she ever considered um, fucking the it's wheel? It's going to be good. Yeah, so... <laughs> you ever considered having the wheel Just the wheel, wheel spoke sensually. <laughs> Run your hands nephew. over its rim. <laughs> Give it a big... Just spin it around mm. like a like a, like a a ship's wheel in the mm. when, you're, when you're turning about. Ooh, yeah. break my wheel. Well, I would first ask what the wheel's pronouns are. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. You got okay. it. You got yeah. it. You got it. You can't, you can't assume the pronouns of the wheel. In this day and it's, age. Um, spin span. Um, <laughs> <laughs> break broke. Break 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 breaking. We're, we're doing really good. Um, yeah, so they, they're in this past and they find out Inigo Skinner is an assassin and then they stay at an inn. Uh, they eventually get to the embassy of Ankh-Morpork. Uh, that's in... Is it in Bonk? Uh, it is, right? Yeah. 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 Or just outside, I think. It's in Uberwald. They they have a lot of problems of people trying to trying to stop them because they've got a, a troll with them and they've got a, a dwarf who's a woman. Um but Vimes manages to finagle them using aggressive diplomacy, which Anigo finds like slightly impressive because he's just like using like sort of bullheadedness and threatening to leave all the time and eventually gets his way, which is enjoyable. Yeah, it's nice. I this is like he's just such a good character. Like the whole thing about them being like, yeah, we're not gonna let trolls through here at this time of uh, of night without like a written permission from their owner. And he's like, all right, we're gonna go then. <laughs> and then they all start panicking, and it's just like, yeah, good fucking cool, mate. I love that. Yeah, there's two guys there who is like who are like shit watchman guard sort of people and he, he calls them like colonesque and <laughs> nobisky he's <laughs> like they're the, they're the shit ones who are sent to do the shit tasks um and it's a good moment where he's thinking about them being like um just basically they do whatever they're told by whatever um nobles happen to be around or in control and he's like damn we used to be like that isn't that mm. crazy yeah he's like damn mm. i've built a strong mm. institution Whoops. Whoopsie doopsie. Uh-oh. Hope it's not crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's good. Back, I hope it's going probably. well back in Anglepoke. It's probably good. It's probably fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, so <laughs> they get to the embassy and it's full of... It's got an Igor. He's there. He's nice. He has a huge dick. He's got an enormous Swinging. dick. Women love Igor, canonically. I am so, obs- <laughs> I'm so obsessed with this little fact about the Igors and that they're like all like super desirable yeah. <laughs> i Eagles have massive around. fucking dicks I and igorinas are all smoking goth girls <laughs> yeah yeah it's so like good with their tongue yeah. so with well, their tongue long might say something more about uh, terry's propensity for like weird weird scruffy little men and smoking hot chicks but you know let's <laughs> not look into that <laughs> look <laughs> what are you talking about 
<laughs> this this is scientifically proven that this is the ideal male body and you may not like it but it's just the truth but it's been it's been designed to be perfect yeah. <laughs> like Aunt Morpok memes being like a <laughs> podcaster boyfriend <laughs> eagle girlfriend and it's just an eagle <laughs> <laughs> and he's like smoking hot wife. That's what I aspire to, to be honest. <laughs> I a love podcast people. of Igor's would be something. <laughs> it would be very hard to listen to. <laughs> Master. Uh, and so, welcome to Who What's Hits the What's. I hope you I'm your host, George. I'm your host. I'm your host, oh, yeah. Igor. And I'm your host, Igor. Igor. <laughs> <laughs> the Igor cast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have done that. Let's do that next episode. Today we're talking about the top ten sources of uh, brains. (laughs) When I get my brains, I like to get it from a respectable source. Well, my brain, I say, but you don't want to study anybody's brain. (laughs) This just feels like this feels like a radio (laughs) format (laughs) show. Some people say there's advantages in a fresh brain, Spitting image. but many others uh, prefer, prefer the long shelf shelf life of uh, the 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 pickled brain. Okay, pretty good, good, pretty not, good, not bad. Pretty good. Okay, uh, Abby normal. normal. Abby Hit me normal. up, Abby normal. Um, yeah, so they get there and there's 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 loads of hunting trophies, and one of them is uh, a troll's head. Which is fucked up. That's racist. Then, yeah, that's racist. They have a discussion with detritus, and he's like, "Yeah, I used to kind of be like that. Uh, look, I've got a part of a human skull that my grandma used to keep things in. That's normal. I hope it, things should be better now, right?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, okay." I like. <laughs> I like um, that they make an effort to get the heads taken down. I think that's good. It's got me thinking about <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh my god! Mm. Actually, yeah. Interest. It's a very, that's, that's really a very direct so, sort of comparison, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, because it's like the the fucking Sean video where he talks about the bit in in Snuff, which I've not read, where he gets the pub to take down the goblin's head off the wall. But this is like an earlier example of that exact kind of thing, where it's like, um. hmm, not sure about that one, Chief. And I mean, I assume that when they go to the werewolves. The Casa, mm. um, the empty, uh, like stands were human. The heads. virgin, I the think virgin they're, they're Terry pre, Pratchett. I think they're pre hooks. I don't think mm. they've hunted yet. <laughs> I think oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay, I think that's the implication. Is that they're like this is where we're going to hang heads oh, in the future? I don't think. I don't think um, it is. I think they've been taken down. They've already been playing the game, Charles. Yeah, um, I thought. Yeah. To me, I to thought, me, it, I thought like, it was like an implicit, like, I don't know. I don't know. think they're clever enough to make an implicit threat about it. It's not stated. The werewolves are kind of dumb. No, I mean, I think I always saw it as like, that. this is like a, not like a threat, but like this is a preparational mm. thing. Possibly. Um, I kind of feel the way it was phrased made me think more that they'd gone to the effort yeah. to take them down so that. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. But yeah, they take the like, uh, Vimes gets them to take the, the troll's head down. All we can say you, is nice. the Virgin Terry Pratchett screaming, crying, triggered by uh, putting the heads of sentient people on the wall. <laughs> the Chad <laughs> J.K. Rowling unbothered. <laughs> simply, simply, <laughs> and you should decorate them by putting little Santa. <laughs> they're, nice, they're nice decor, yeah. bro. <laughs> you mad? 
<laughs> I don't remember this Harry Potter thing. I have to be honest. It's in a they they talk about it in Streetcast a lot. It's um it's when they go into Grimmauld Place, they got all the heads of the old oh, the house yeah. elves on the wall. That's weird. And for Christmas, they put little Santa yeah, hats on them. They're perfectly fine. And I think from what people have seen from the upcoming Harry Potter game, that is a decoration option that you're oh, allowed yeah, I to do. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't Woo! say it's going to be a. Finally, AAA games are back. <laughs> Gaming's yeah, cool again, man. <laughs> gaming is cool again. Morbius um, gaming. Morbius now. Morbius it's the gaming. Summer of Harry Morbius. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, so Morbius could be a Harry Potter yeah. name. Probably a yeah, Spanish name. Morbius. Guy. Yeah. yeah. Morbius. <laughs> Morbius. I am Morbius Sanchez. Hey, are they Morbius? Yeah, so that they take down the heads of uh the stuff, like all the animals, because Vimes just hates them anyway. Um but the the ambassador guy who's normally there, the sort of consul of Ankh-Morpork, he's missing. Um he went out and then just hasn't come back, which he went is out very for a smoke. concerning. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's you know, it's, it's a little worrying. I'm sure it's um, fine. The next day, uh, Vimes goes on a diplomatic trip to, to to go visit the three the three sort of noble heads of the area, which is just a great sequence. I love this it's a lot. So good. Yeah. Um, character moments. <laughs> character moments. First of Tension all, he goes building because it's important that he goes in the right order to show like the importance. And the first on the dance card is going to the mines, which That's which cool. is sick. Um, um, they have they have they elevators there. Uh, there's loads of candles. We're not a fucking they American podcast. But everyone's like, eat shit, Yanks. <laughs> oh, okay. Boston the uh, Beltway sniper. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should, because he's in the room with you right now. Oh no. Um, <laughs> I yeah. like the descriptions of the of the sort of dwarf. Like the different factions and stuff of like the traditionalists. Mm. I I don't think I, you know. Obviously, I don't like that Cherry gets called slurs. No, but it's mm. a great like bit of drama. It is a great like way of building of like world yeah, building. It's, mm. um, I can't believe you say that abuse is good as oh in God. books. I like, I'm saying this. Yeah, there should it? be a there should it's be a. <laughs> No, no conflict in my books. Conflict is for nasty people. I love yeah. to read the... It's it's emotional labor to read about situations where someone is being mm. mistreated. I love to yeah. um, read the book, The Fifth Elephant, where Vimes goes to uh, Uberwald and has a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> that but is Vimes, book. Vimes goes to Uberwald and he doesn't know yeah. any dwarfish, so he doesn't know that anyone's saying any slurs. And then he goes to. Uh, the embassy and they have a troll's head on the wall and he goes, oh, that looks nice. <laughs> Vimes goes... Mm-hmm. No conflict, baby. Down. This would be much better if Vimes went down the elevator, oh, for fuck's sake, the lift, to the dwarven mines. Um, <laughs> and, and the dwarves were like, oh, hey there, uh, folks. Uh, what are your pronouns? It would be much better. They, they say we respect we respect women here in the, yeah. Yeah. In the mines. Yeah, so a, everyone yeah, it makes them a safe space. They mm. say our, our transphobia makes you magical, like in the yeah. TV series. Mm. Um, you have to embrace it. Embrace you have to it. become embrace, transphobic. Yeah, all of transphobia. my uh, um, queer friends love having been oppressed. They love it. Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's that's why, why they have cool. superpowers now. <laughs> yeah, that's why they do yeah. like singing songs magically. Um, yeah. yeah, so everyone looks down at Cheerio because she's a dwarf. Uh, who is openly female 
or openly a woman. And uh, they're also with also with them is Captain Tantony, who's just like one of the guards, who's like one of the very funny guards, name. Who, who, who very obviously. <laughs> He obviously understands Ankh-Morpokian, but is pretending not to, which I think is just like a fun little bit. Tantony is like two of the Queer Eye guys named put together. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He's he's Tan and Anthony? Yeah, there's an Anthony. Anthony? It's been so long since... You just spelled in a funny way. It's it's how you say the Anthony in Yorkshire. Tantony. Tantony. Anthony. Anthony there, love. Anthony to you. <laughs> to me. Anthony Duck. Yeah, so he, but they they go down there and everyone looks extremely stressed in the mine. The dwarves are all yelling at each other. They're fine. Um, yeah, they're fine. He meets up with D, like who's the, the ideas taster of the mine, which is like a sort of second in command. Uh, and he seems very stressed and Vimes is like, okay, how long ago was the Scone of Stone stolen? And everyone's like, and he's like, it hasn't been stolen. Everything is fine. It's here. And Vimes is like, I okay, just can't so. show it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see it, but it's, it's just out the here. frame. It goes to it another school. <laughs> it will be here at the at the the crowning, the throning. Um, he he ends hanging meeting... out with the scone of stone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just out of frame. Um, he meets up with Reese Reeson, who's the going to be the new low king. Extremely and, funny name. Yeah, he's because he's from Flamados. <laughs> so he's he's a Welsh he's a Welshman. So he's Reese Reeson. Reese um, Reeson. He's he's very clever and very tired. And Vimes is very surprised because he's not really what he was imagining. But he's I like, love Damn. him. This guy sort of knows a lot and it's quite smart. And he's like, Yeah, one time we'll put. They called me slurs and yelled at me. Didn't love it. And Vimes is like, Yeah, but like, why do all the dwarves go there if it sucks so bad? Checkmate. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a fun little yeah exchange it's, that they have. I I love the whole that whole scene because there's the bit where Vines is just like I don't I wasn't trained for this and then he mutters something in Dwarfish and Vines yeah. has to ask Cherry about it afterwards and he's there like muttering like who is <laughs> yeah, yeah like, who, who is trained <laughs> yeah yeah um it- fucking cool character I love it and that also. Correctly gendering Cherry, ally. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cherry's very overwhelmed by the experience of meeting him. She's like, "Damn, this guy was actually polite to me and and, and talked to me, and yeah. he's like the low king. That's that's crazy." Didn't even start like vomiting as you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't do yeah. the bit. Like that's what that's what that's what the, that's what D said. D does later. It's like, yeah. Where Vimes is like, well, he says it in a very hateful way, but at least he's learned a new pronoun. <laughs> 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 Yeah, he sort of spits it, but he's he's figured yeah, one out. All the dwarves, um, or like the the deep down dwarves, are just sort of telling like attack helicopter jokes. It's it's very stupid. They're very yeah. bad. Yeah, they suck. Sorry, it, this it's just thinking about the fucking Sarah Ditton column from like a year ago. How the f- how the fuck can you read any Terry Pratchett and come away like? Maybe he would have been gender critical. With like badly, Fuck off. with extreme bad faith, right? Like if you're Yeah. I don't even think they believe it, right? Like they, they're just yeah. like for for other people who haven't read the books, uh we can like make an argument and it's gonna be believable enough. I yeah. Yeah. It just it just drives me rat mad reading shit like this. Like it could not be a clearer trans analogy and yet yeah. <laughs> 
It's so wild that you can just British do that. British columnist like, class have such a deep-seated brainwash. like, one. I think we should when, be nice when I to had... people and we should treat them as they want to be treated. <laughs> and he's and they're like, Terry would have fucking hated you freaks. <laughs> I'm very normal. <laughs> it's just so wild that journalists can do this. Like, when I was... When I had COVID, I listened to the Troy oh, and Horse podcast. Oh, yeah. And then I was, like, looking up the reactions to it and the, like, Guardian article that, like... Oh, my God, it's so explicitly great says like it it the, the points where it criticizes the podcast are like things that they explicitly like bring up mm. in the show mm-hmm. and thematize yeah. but like for other people who you know if you're like read if you like haven't listened to the podcast and just read the guardian article you know you'd be like yeah they think that it's good that they sexually abuse the child at that mm. school like when they said that mm. in the podcast was it, that it was like, that the Sonia Soda one like, I think she I might think, be yeah. the worst it was like, also she's technically observer she's like, but she's so horrible she's really reactionary just just really bad faith and it's all also the all the shit they were like oh they were talking about interviewing a woman and said it was like oh. pulling teeth this is sexist because they're imagining <laughs> pulling teeth as if it's not a fucking <laughs> expression pulling teeth out of a woman you heard fucking no, it's so She's a columnist, thing. of course not. It's like it's like it's like all those tears on Twitter who are like, oh, if you if someone if you say something shitty in a tweet and someone replies like suck my dick, that's like a sexual assault threat. When it's like, yeah, no, it's no. not. Shut if the fuck up. They're not, they're not threatening <laughs> to rape you. That's not that's not what that means. Yeah, yeah. It's just saying, it's just like you to piss it's off. Just, yeah. Are oh, they going to piss? It's just absolute bad faith off. all the time. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't be surprised. Because it's like, if you're going to be that prescriptivist about language, you're going to be that prescriptivist about fucking gender. Gender. Yeah. It, it's just... I mean, yeah, also calling it journalism <laughs> in the stretch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> columnists are not journalists. Let's, let's, not, let's not beat around the bush. Let, Except for Adrian Charles. Adrian Charles is a journalist. He's the only language. one who like... You gonna, you he, can he's like on a, on on a different plane. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not like just 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 because I saw it earlier. Did we see Adrian Charles? Yes, we fucking today? did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have no fewer than seventeen wooden spoons, but I have a favorite, and I'd miss it forever if it went missing. It's relatable content I'm, to me. It I'm is. so mad. I, I totally understand having like a favorite piece of equipment in your house, right? Yeah, yeah I've got a favorite spoon. Um, I'm so mad, but they they changed the headline. But do you know how many I thought it was weird to have a favourite spoon. (laughs) Then I realised I wasn't alone. Which is much worse. They changed it. Our boy was going viral with that headline. Why would you change it? (laughs) You cowards. You (laughs) cowards. But yeah, no, like this this whole section when they're in the mine, it is great. Because there's a total sort of cultural confusion with Vimes where he thinks he understands things because he's used to the way they are in Ankh-Morpork. So he thinks he understands how dwarves are because he knows dwarves in Ankh-Morpork or like he thinks he knows what werewolves are like because he says that like, oh, I've never had a problem with werewolves, but he knows like literally one werewolf and that's Angor. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's like suddenly in this completely different cultural system where he has, as he said before, like no institutional power behind him apart from like vague ambassador stuff, uh, diplomatic immunity, I guess. And he's just like completely... Is completely almost yet like disempowered and out to sea a bit, and it's it's good. It's good stuff for him to like be that confused and sort of mm. alone in it. I think it's it's and pretty it, cool. It's great because it's also like institutionally he is alone in it, but everything that he is able to achieve in this book is because of the people that surround him, especially Sybil. Mm. Like yeah, yeah. 
the the everything he's able to achieve is like purely because of the fact that he did make an effort to hire quote unquote ethnic minorities to the watch and make an effort with them and like understand culture and like get to know people on a personal level and it's it's nice to see kind of the institution stripped away from it and to see his character like come through a little bit more in his interpersonal interpersonal relationship personal 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 yeah it's interesting how he's always like in his head he's always like i'm a very simple man uh (laughs) i you know i don't i understand sex but i'm not interested in like weird positions and stuff like that (laughs) he's like i'll do do mission man and one woman they do missionary it lasts about five minutes and then it's over and that's all i'm interested in i like how he's like i fucking hate vampires vampires disgusting he meets a vampire and he's like (laughs) (laughs) was she that bad (laughs) i hate vampires though seems seem kind of seem kind of nice You keep saying this. He's like, well, the only person who wasn't rude to me was the vampire. What was that about? Yeah. <clears throat> but she no, kept but was... asking me weird questions about veterinary. Yeah. But I was gonna say it's 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 like it's like cool to like see his like inner thoughts always be like, yeah, I'm just like very simple man. I don't understand other people who aren't me. Uh, you know, I uh, I don't have anything against like any. I don't know anything that we're against like trolls or dwarves, but uh, but you know, but I also don't. I don't know. But he's but but you know, there's there's like at a deeper level, he clear he he clearly cares, right? Like he cares yeah. about like people yeah. being rude to cheery. <laughs> even he like doesn't even understand why, or he doesn't want to admit why. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has empathy. But it's all, yeah, and like he might not want to understand it, but he does. But he also like fundamentally doesn't stand for mm. it. Yeah, like mm. whenever it happens, he gets like angry and acts on it. And it's just like this is so nice. This is so nice to read a character that cares about people. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like if Joe yeah, Biden would love act it. on things, you know. And actually cared. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly Vimes would have been like, like that. This is what Joe like Biden should gen- do. If someone asked him how many genders there were, he'd be like, I don't know, at least three. But he would have actually done something <laughs> I think Vimes would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least three, I don't know. They probably have more up in slice. Truly, he, he might. That's, that's generally one of the only things that makes he, me respect Joe Biden is, is him saying that. About gender, <laughs> that's it's, funny. He's sometimes that's, but it's like one of the few times he's been. It's two times that Joe Brandon has been got him. Has been like Given. genuinely funny, right? Like that thing, and the other, the other, the other genuinely funny thing he did, where he like pulled out his phone so that he can play Despacito like through <laughs> the speakers. Wow, I, I missed that. that. <laughs> I was thinking of the bit where he sucked on his wife's finger. That was I liked, I liked when he got like weirdly angry at loads of voters who were like asking him like polite questions and he was like, listen here, Jack, and like zip their zippers up and down and like poke them in the chest. One guy who was just like, listen here, fat. He I just Awful. don't think he knows where he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like as 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 hard rock as it is to say at least three genders, mm. which extremely funny. Um, I just genuinely think he's confused. <laughs> Do you think he just didn't yeah. understand the question? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> your granddad has a freak out at the at, <laughs> at the Stroud service station. Feels <laughs> <laughs> relatable. Yeah, if he's you're in like, there, he's freaking out. Do you want point the, a microphone in your at gr- least three? <laughs> I don't know if three is. 
Point yeah. the microphone, Grandpa, and and you're like, uh, what's your pronouns? And he's like, I don't know. And then people are gonna report on it as like, this Grandpa is a gender queer. The only way for Joe Biden to <laughs> regain my respect, he says it doesn't matter to him, failing to stand against the uh, destruction of Roe versus Wade, is if he if he got up on the the White House podium and was like, there's this new thing called uh, he him pussy, and it's it's wild, folks. <laughs> My fellow Americans. <laughs> I you Friends, are. Americans, countrymen, lend me your he him pussy. Chaz is not amused I would, by he you him know, pussy. The only thing that would make me respect Joe Biden in the in light of the Rovers Wade situation if if he uh if he like stood his ground and like publicly got an abortion. I think it would be really good. <laughs> I would like it if he maybe self-aborted. I think yeah. that, that would make a, a very powerful stance. Hey, Joe Biden, self-abort on camera, yeah. bitch. <laughs> okay. Um, We're not making any actionable threats. No. No, no this is a little funny humor parody. I said um, self-abort. <laughs> Nobody yeah, knows fine. what self-abort could mean. That's exactly. nothing. It's not a um, word. You it's can't right. you can't abort people who are already born. It's not a threat, it's a suggestion. <laughs> it's, it's just saying just like fuck around and find out. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what's I don't know what self abortion could mean. Yeah. Uh yeah, so so that's like a fun bit in the mines, um, with Reese Reeson. And then he goes to his next visit, which is Lady Margolotta, the vampire, who is a MILF. She wears like pearls and she has like a bat thing and Another... she doesn't drink She's just like an cardigan, like a bat cardigan. Yeah, she's, she's just like cool. Another she's just like immediate she's favorite like character. Fifty-year-old mum. I love her. Yeah, but she's hot. And she's I want like, her hey, to hold me tight. Is Veterinary still hot? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, how old is he now? I don't know. How old is he? And Vimes is like, I guess my age. And she's like, okay, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> is Veterinary? Is Veterinary kind of a dilf? Yeah. I mean, I'm not asking this. She's asking this from Vimes. Oh, I see. But I think so. (laughs) Vimes is like, I don't know. I call him daddy, but it's normal. (laughs) I feel like he, I feel like he ages, but like, I I do have the mental image of Jeremy Irons in my head. So that like, you know, not making a point either way. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I kind of got, he got a bit roboted. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's okay. You got, got Mr. Roboto. He's <laughs> even normal now. Yeah, he's like, uh, he goes there. She knows everything about him. I love her description of him uh, when she's like, oh, here's the things I found out about you. And she's like, you know, you do this currently tense. You keep a bottle of, half bottle of whiskey at the bottom of your sock drawer. Like a man who has like a, a hair shirt on the inside. She's like, oh, you think you might be a class traitor? <laughs> love it. <laughs> And she's right. And she's right. Um, yeah, and she's like, uh, she, she knows all this stuff, and he's like really freaking out about it. He's like, how do you know all these things? Do you have a spy? How are you aware of, of all my inner thoughts? And she's like, it's literally, I just have a lot of money. It's so easy when you have so much money. <laughs> I think vampires tend to be wealthy, doy. Like, veterinary is wrong because he thinks that information is uh, is currency but what he doesn't realize is that currency is also information <laughs> if you have a lot of money you can find out even more things so fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like yes mommy sorry <laughs> mommy I mean the whole the whole bad stuff she has going on like aesthetically is just like really cool it's I don't so think fun. she's hot does she have a chihuahua yeah, she's got like a weird rat dog, yeah. which I think is a chihuahua. Vimes just calls it like a rat, and he's like, small dogs just sort of look like rats anyway. 
I like to imagine she's got like a Pekingese, um, like in, it's wait, what what are the little fluffy ones called? Poodles. No, like the like the small white ones. Um, uh, maybe it is a uh, Bichon Frise. That's the one yeah, I'm thinking Bichon of. Frise. Yeah, that's like really fluffy, and I like to imagine she puts it in a little back collar. Mm. And she carries mm. it around in a little handbag. I think that's good. I love Vimes just freaks out so much after seeing her and is like, I think she was laughing at me. Did you see that rat? And Cherry's like, yes. <laughs> Calm down. I think yes. like comparatively, she's like, yeah, I mean, he says this as well, but like, she's pretty nice to him. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's mostly just like talking to him and being like, so she's like, you know, the Scone Stone is missing. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like one of my favorite bits about this whole sequence is that like you get like the sort of comedic timing of him going to the dwarves and then freaking the fuck out and being like this the stone's not missing the fuck are you talking about it's and then him going to both the vampires and the werewolves and they're all like yeah so you know the stone's missing right and he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> it is good yeah maybe she, he just goes <laughs> yeah. to see mark Larson and she's like Vimes, do you know the plot of this book? And he's like, kind of. <laughs> a little bit. I'm like two thirds in. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not getting there. I'm sort of beginning to figure it out I, a little bit. I read bit like the text point. at the back of the book. Yeah. Yeah. What does it say? They say that diplomacy is a gentle art and Vimes always says that. Yeah. He's, sort of, he's getting into it because he was like, this is fucked up. I don't yeah. know how to be a this diplomat. The, the, and now the he's like, quote on the back of this, this book is great. It says, precisely balanced. I- Precisely balanced, dot, dot, dot. Excellent set pieces, dot, dot, dot. A cracking comic thriller. True. What it says in the dots, it's like, if only this was precisely balanced, (laughs) I would like more excellent set pieces. I I wish it was like his other books and would be a cracking comic thriller, but they're just taking it out and put the dun dun. Do, uh, do you remember in a, in the Crane Twins film where there's the two oh, star so review good. and they just put yeah. it in between the two guys so it looked like a five star review? That was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I think everyone should do that. I'm just yeah. just lie. It just it, it's just fascinating how it took it took so long to figure out the like seemingly slam dunk concept of. Tom Hardy playing two guys who have a weird voice. But, like, mm-hmm. since then, until Venom, like, it took so long until they figured it out perfectly. But but now it's now it, it's just, like... Yeah, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. They finally nailed it. Yeah. They did it. Yeah, they did, a, they did a good job. I mean, it's... I love this. I love this shit so much. I think it's so fun. I lo- they, there's this whole thing about how they all used to fight each other. And, like, the dwarves where sort of they sort of gain control because there's so many of them and like the vampires and the werewolves would sort of struggle for for control until the diet of bugs which is a very it's just a very funny joke yeah. <laughs> reference to the diet worms. of worms and it's just like eat of worms worms it's quite a nice worms. city it's got a nice dome dome i got, oh, got domed dome off <laughs> in worms uh, i don't yes. dome off my worm to <laughs> I, like by, diet she don't. She domed in worms. Um, when, when you worm, but she keep diamond. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but they're they're all supposed. To, they're supposed to be like a balance now, and they're all supposed to. They're all supposed to be in a in a balance of power. And you know what? Know it's clearly working. It's clearly working. Yeah. Yeah. They're all very yeah. calm. It's very normal because the the final pers- people he goes to see are the calmest who we've yet. Met. Uh, the Baron and the Baroness uh, von so Uberwald, Angu- Angu's family. Really um, normal people. She's just like... Nakedness is purity. 
uh, the baroness is there and he's like damn it's like angua but padded with a few years and she's wearing like a very sexy old-fashioned gown and he's like some gowns will never go out of fashion on the right figure Mm. um she's just she's just like hot evil lady and then the baron comes and he's just like a horrible mustachioed like freak the baron is just a little bit yeah, <laughs> just throws himself onto a chair. They've got spooky <laughs> hooks for human heads. Baron keeps um, making like Scooby Doo then... noises and just going. Every every time Vimes mentions like veterinary or says the word bath, he freaks <laughs> they both out. Do. He keeps he keeps intentionally <laughs> saying she's, bath she's and veterinary and bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such a good joke. <laughs> He's a freak for um, that. Angua's brother is also there in wolf Mm. form, like Mm. looking kind of like her wolf form, but like more fashy. Um, yeah, and yeah. and staring at Vimes the whole time, and he's really unnerved by it. And yeah, like we mentioned briefly earlier, they have like a a red banner that's now hanging as their like coat of arms. It's like a wolf's head with uh, lightning bolts. Uh, Yeah, it's it's fine. What could it mean? What does this Damn. represent? Just a cool it's banner. pretty zany, am I right? With a Z A N A. Pretty quirky. Couldn't be an acronym. No. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you mean. Uh, that's not how you spell zany. Spell it with a Y. No, so. uh, that's true. The other word. Oh, like an acronym of zany no, with an what's I. What's the? What is it called when you mix the letters up? <laughs> Acronym. No, it's not uh, an acronym. An, an anagram. Anagram. anagram yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. An a- I could also an, an acronym. Wait, what the fuck does acronym mean? Yeah, it's an allegory. <laughs> acronym is when each letter is a word. Yeah, so it would be like if Z A N I stood for it's something. Like yeah, if it was like ze- zebras and narwhals incest. <laughs> that would be that would that would be in that would be. Yeah, it would be so acronym. fucked up. That wouldn't mm. happen in, How, in this castle nothing. because they're all about purity of yeah. the blood. Very yeah, noble. They definitely have zany ideas in this in this in this place. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's very it's very sinister. Vimes is obviously like this is fucked. These guys want me dead somehow. Um, I'm yeah. getting the sense they don't want to talk about Angua. They're very resistant to her being mentioned. Um, but they're funny, scared of Bath. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then they go home. So zany. And it is zany. They go home and Igor's been knocked out. Although when they were out, they, there's been an Igor at the last two houses they went to as well. There's just like a bunch of Igors around. So we learned some more Igor. Yeah. Yes. You know. Yeah, so Igor there's some Igor hijinks. Like, they're like, Igor. oh, I'm not Igor. You mean my cousin Igor. Igor. And then they're like, oh. <laughs> my cousin Igor. Oh, no, Igor works Give a hand over the for me. It's very fun. <laughs> yeah. Working out at the. Igor factory. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and they uh pretty good joke about like can you lend I taught him to lend uh, he asked me to lend me a hand or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah like, and they're like, so I, I said I would lend him a hand. It's on ice, it's in the it's in the coat. It's on ice. It's on ice. And Vimes is like, This doesn't really mean that it's a hand and Cherry's like, Yeah, but it's fine. People carry little cards as like organ donors. Uh if an eagle like saves your life then you uh, you agree to give your organs to them when you die. It's, it's kinda of, it's kinda of nice. It's, it's kind good. of it's a fun. anarchist organ donation system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's cool. Yeah. You you give your organs to the eagles so that they can serve the uh don't think about it. <laughs> it would be so embarrassing if the 
if you died and then the Igors were like mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Sorry, know about big. this one <laughs> <laughs> I go like we had to get two different dicks to make it a normal life. <laughs> <laughs> it's still on my shame yeah when they get back uh, there Igor's been knocked out but nothing's stolen while he was unloading he was unloading the carriage and they don't really sure why or what was happening but Vimes is like trying to He's got something in his head. He's thinking about it. I know. I know what happened, but I'm. I'm not saying. Um. Uh. Meanwhile, Angua and Carrot uh, are with the wolf pack. Uh. There's a big, sexy male wolf called Gavin, and Gaspog thinks that Carrot and Gavin are in a competition over Angua because they they're both they're both sexy, different species, and she's neither a wolf nor a person. She's a werewolf, and we get some in- info dumping about like. <laughs> Gaspard's uh, like Gaspard thinking about their relationship is so insane. <laughs> <laughs> He's like humans are so fucking weird. They can have, they can have sex when they're not even having sex. They're just like having weird charged conversations with each other. Yeah. <laughs> Angua sounds angry, but she doesn't smell angry. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, Gaspard is like, uh, well, at least dog sex is so much easier to understand than human sex. But like, we know Gaspard doesn't fuck. Like, <laughs> well, that's what he's saying. He keeps trying to have sex with the female wolves and they keep being like, fuck off. <laughs> like, you stink. <laughs> he's like, what? Yeah. I enjoy that he, he walks up to me. He's like, what's up, bitch? And it's like, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> okay. No, he says, yo, bitch. <laughs> she says, what's, what kind of animal are you? <laughs> She's German. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> they don't care for it. She's got a she's got a wolf accent, which is German. <laughs> All wolves are German. Yeah. I like the idea of the like people only just having figured out the clacks. Um, and so mm. now, like, oh, they finally have like long distance communication, and the wolves are all like, yeah, awoo, awoo. <laughs> We've been doing this shit. Well, we've been knowing. Yeah. It's a sort of it's a fun thematic thing with like. Um, the wolves having to negotiate their way across different territories and having their sort of communication and all the sort of weird power struggles within the wolf pack. It's all like, you know, it's part of the themes of the book. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, we love a theme. Gas- <laughs> Gaspard is like, huh, isn't it weird that Carrot was asking me all about how the howl worked? And then we ended up in the middle of the snow, like starving. It's almost... I would almost think that he did that on purpose because he knew that she would come and save us. But that would be crazy, right? That would be so crazy. No, Carrot, Carrot would never so... trust someone implicitly. Garrett, Carrot would never do something kind of fucked up because uh, he's a normal good boy who yeah, would never not, do that. He's not normal. kind of terrified. One thing you got to know about him. <laughs> I love the descriptions of Carrot as like him and Gaspo make their way through the sort of countryside on their way to find Angua, where he's like talked about as having this kind of like constant smile on his face that just routinely unnerves people into yeah. doing yeah. basically anything he wants um, mm. it's like he's is because they, they talked about this in like all the other books with Carrot where it's there like he can basically make anyone like him um, mm. or he can basically make anyone do what he wants but he never uses it to like intimidate people or do bad things and in this book he's like Oh well, I have to do something now. I'm like driven to something that I don't have the institutional power behind me to do. So I might actually have to. He's he's using yeah. it for his own means. 
he has a selfish he has a selfish sort of selfish goal ish yeah which is looking looking after his yeah. gf yeah he's yeah. got that hot, hot wolf gf like, who can blame him exactly yeah. dog girl dog yeah girl she she tells us about like she, she at one point she's like i wish you would get madder when i'm like shedding in the house or like turning into a wolf i wish you were more racist <laughs> And he's like, but I'm not mad. And she's like, yeah, but it just kind of freaks me out that you just find it all fine. <laughs> it's just strange. <laughs> um, yeah, which I think she's it's... forgetting when they first met and he was racist. Yeah, um, yeah and that got, that got her really horned up since then. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's the, self, it's the self-hatred for to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's the cat crash yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, See, Angua understands eroticism. Angua knows what eroticism is. She does. She want to have sex with this big, muscly wolf? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Yes. <laughs> but nobody wants to that, have sex with me. That's what, so what Gaspard thinks. <laughs> yeah. Gaspard is like, how could she resist when this wolf is like the carrot of the wolves? Mm. He smells so male. <laughs> Can't got, believe she virile. wants to have. He's a virile wolf. To have sex with this like. Big dude who is strong and super charismatic and not weird. No way wants to have sex with this ugliest dog mm-hmm. you've ever seen. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> what can we say except Carrot... Also the only speaking Carrot dog. Is, Carrot is yeah. uh, just... He won't let that Z-ear uh, wussy go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a little German joke for the German speakers out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't believe in German speakers. I don't. Think I need so. to stop making these jokes. Um. I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get cancelled. Um, you probably right. It's weird. It's it's just funny because like in in German the pronoun thing is like has not arrived. Like it's just completely interesting. And you have neutral pronouns as well. Yeah, but it's more like oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah, we, yeah. But nobody would say something like Z, your pussy, you know? <laughs> Nobody it should, is. to be honest. <laughs> like, I mean, you don't say, you don't say Z, ear, right? Like the, the convention of saying pronouns as he slash him or like she slash her, which like, I don't know why it happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know either like, because you're not, if you use he, you're probably going to be also right with him it's just like i'm always like yeah i know how grammar works yeah i'm using she they pronouns which means you have to refer to me as oh she did this and i thought that was really fucked up of that is that is kind of how i i like to to just sort of try and sprinkle them in you know you just swap it's fun i like it But it's like not even that because it's like she slash they and not sl- she slash them. So it would be like, I don't know. Mm. It's like in one case, it's like if it's she, her, right? Like one of them is the, what the fuck is grammar? I don't know what the words for these are. But no, like me one neither. of them is like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't fucking matter. It's just, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm crazy for that. Ich mich, Wolves. ich mich, pussy. Ich mich schnitzel. This um, dick pussy gets me like. <laughs> oh yes, da, das travel pussy. Doch, doch wir uns pussy. 
<laughs> der er kun slikker. Anyway, anger wants to fuck an animal, and that's fine. Um, it's fine for her. It's fine because she's allowed, and she she talks to Carrot, and she's like, "Yeah, my family is so fucked up. You don't understand. They're doing some bullshit, and I need to stop it." Uh, I had two siblings like, who were Yenoks, so like they could only stay in one form. And Carrot's like, "Oh, you had a wolf brother and a human sister," and she's like, "No, they're both werewolves. They just couldn't switch. It's like they're still, you know, they're still werewolves. Mm. They're still like a different thing. They just can't transform." Which is Terry is like. Just like the the Wolfman we saw. Terry is yeah. like, yo, um, have you heard of uh, sort of categories which aren't extreme, aren't discrete, and maybe contextual? <laughs> <laughs> I'm capable of thinking in things that aren't just like one or two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's cool. It um, is. I like it when people are mod- yeah. like capable of thinking about things that aren't just one thing or the other. Mm-hmm. It's just so yeah. good how Terry like thinks about stuff and is always like, I don't know. It's just good how it's like it's not like the fucking Harry Potter thing where like wherever there's a fantasy species, they're gonna be they're gonna do exactly one thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's gonna be all there is about them, and just there's no exploration about like what the, would the make anything interesting. Thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's like Terry always like thinks through all the implications right like he does with the dwarves like he does with the and the whole like gender thing that comes with them like he's just always like when there's like a convention he just like follows it through right like with the werewolves mm. here the, the the this like idea of identity i don't know it's just a good and the, and, and 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 then like i guess occasionally he stumbles upon some themes that you can like yeah. string together for a he's like, oh here's a theme for a book yeah just like a theme of theme of identity and then uh, mm. it, it interesting that it also, appears in like this aspect tradition, of dwarf I lore I established and this other aspect of like werewolf stuff yeah. I mm. love it when people yeah. follow um, through the effects of the causes that they've put in their yeah. their world yeah like it makes sense <laughs> like in, like having in a real s- life yeah having a society that changes and cultures that change and are adaptable and are not like inherit to a single race. That's pretty nice. Yeah. What well, was? I mean, it's just sort of being like, what? What does it mean if, if you if you do this, what does this mean culturally for for this? Like, I like. There's the bit with the dwarves where they talk about like the sort of big schism. Like there was a big yeah. dwarf war mm-hmm. that happened underground that no one was really aware of. Like, because it's it's all based on these guys who would go and like. The deep down dwarves who would go and explode the knockers, like fire, fire gas, yeah, the fire knockers, cool. and they they would like, and they they would do it by like yeah, having knockers. crickets and hats, and then oh check out them knockers, and then they'd like throw fire bombs and to like explode the gas, or they'd like use a big candle on a stick or something, and they'd die young, but if they lived long enough, then they would be end up becoming like the sort of the nobles or royalty or whatever because they were just so like knowledgeable about the mines and survival and stuff mm. um and then the schism happened because someone some dwarf in Atmoreport discovered the thing about if you put like mesh over a, f- a flame then you can detect gas without blowing it up the davy lamp um yeah yeah they discovered the davy lamp and um how some of them were like no that's not tradition we have to keep using the thing that blows stuff up 
<laughs> and then other dwarves were like, but this saves lives, so we should use this one. And then this caused like a huge political schism between like the Überwald Schmelzberg dwarves and the and the Copperhead dwarves. And I think that's just like this really cool I don't know, it's a yeah. cool thing. Yeah. Terry's like damn like the- technology has effects on the society into which it's introduced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's there are some people that are gonna be reluctant to change. <laughs> yeah, because because it's like cult. It's not just safety. It's a it's a cultural thing. It's yeah. like a, it's all. Mm. Five says it's like almost a religious thing uh, that the dwarves have, even though they claim to not be religious. Mm, but they have claim their own sort to of, be atheists. Claim to be atheists. <laughs> yeah, you believe in <laughs> Aggie Hammer Thief. <laughs> of course, we can't actually like this section because um, knockers are Cornish folklore, uh, mm. taken from yeah, and, and we hate uh, the Cornish, the great mining country full of. Uh, half fish people of Cornwall. Um, <laughs> when you yeah. said knockers, I was like, the horny. We can't laugh fish. at this because knockers is another word for boobies. <laughs> what? <laughs> Actually, that's offensive to boobs. So like we, said, we said at the beginning that that's the only way British people can like express eroticism. So yeah, it's through bodiness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cracking what? pair of knockers on her! Blah, blah. What a pair! But I do like—I do like her. The, and ironically, the, the knockers are a fun bit of folklore. That if you—I think it's largely doing things that were unlucky or um, disapproved of by the knockers in the mine, uh, like nipple clamps or whistling or uh, swearing in the mine. Um, they would sort of bring down showers of stone on your head, or if you really um, disapproved of them, they'd bring the mine down. Uh, on oh, your shit. head uh, so you had to be nice and polite to the knockers um, <laughs> so let it be known the, the Cornish someone be nice to my knockers disgusting as they yeah. may be respect the knockers <laughs> that's that's real that's feminism yeah yeah um yeah so that I think it's just yeah this this whole very rich cultural thing that he's created um and the sort of the not not necessarily realistic but like very like authentic feeling relationships between the different groups and the way they interact with each other and it's like oh the the dwarves don't mine silver and they don't we don't grow garlic and you know it's it's all it all sort of like fits together with everyone in like a very tense allyship but it could collapse at any moment like it is at the moment um and vimes is like fuck i've just been sent here to try and stop a war And it's just, like, the whole, like, everything he discovers about the fact that, like, Veterinari has basically known how tense everything is and how, Mm. like, difficult the political situation is. And he's there like, okay, my boyfriend sent me here to do this (laughs) shit. Like, this is so annoying. Once again... Completely intentional it on Veterinary's part. It turns out it's problematic to 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 ship Vimesinari because it's an abusive relationship where uh, you can't endorse the power dynamic. You can't endorse the power dynamic of sending someone into into a war or into or to stop a war when they don't know about it. Yeah, mm. I, also I think, think you can if you're Veterinary. He knows things. I also think this, He's this like book is very um, homophobic because it uses the motto uh, homo homini lupus and homo <laughs> is a slur. That's true. Um, anyway, <laughs> what, you want to be yeah, a wolf to another man? Motto, that's, pretty, that's pretty weird. You want to eat his flesh or it's, something? You want to you eat another man like a wolf would? <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought it was pretty... Uh, 
problematic that use no matter how many how many more beers. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> every man that thinks is... that. Wait. Every man is a Morbius. To another. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're all just living vampires if you think about it. That's so true. <laughs> With these cell phones, people, it's like it's days. like I'm a living vampire. <laughs> when you open up Twitter, um, you don't know if you're living or a vampire anymore. The and left wing, true. they're like, oh, I identify as a living vampire. And I'm like, bro, bro, you're just a bat chimera. Spliced <laughs> with vampire bad DNA. Yeah, the, the woke left is like, my pronouns are, uh, what the fuck are blood types? I wanted to make a joke about A, a and AB. Yeah. A neg, A pause. We've made so many pronouns. <laughs> to be clear, listeners, we're extremely positive to changing, mixing up your pronouns. Yes, it's cool, actually. It's good. We're on. We're on some iron issue. Look, if you, if you're not sure if this show is satire or not, because sometimes it's very hard to tell with uh, with Paul's law these days. That's so true. Mm. Like we're all very positive about Edgar Allan Poe's law. Yeah. It, if you oh. see a chat, if, if you're if you're if you like your young cousin, yeah. Yeah, that's then it's cool. That's post law. <laughs> we do to be to be clear. We do not uh, endorse marrying your thirteen year old cousin. Post yeah. law is if there's a if there's a bird that that's scary. That's scary. Um, that Make, means that yeah, mix and match uh, those pronouns, bro. Yeah, can, use neo pronouns. I love it. Yeah, yeah. use pronouns of the uh, uh, syllables indecipherable uh, and unpronounceable by human human tongues. We love Use it. pronouns in a different alphabet to the language that you speak. Mm. Pronouns that can only be spoken at a at a in inaudible uh, frequency. Yeah, get in some glottal stops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know my glottal doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> she glottal on my uh, until I stop. I don't know. <laughs> on some uh, some Koza, Koza pronouns, like a click click language pronouns that I have no, no idea how to pronounce. <laughs> Pronounce like a bat doing echolocation. Yeah, no like idea. That's Morbius's pronouns. Pronouns like a uh, fucking yeah. dolphin. Okay, um, <laughs> there's more to talk about. We do not book. endorse fucking dolphins. No, do, don't do, do that. Not, don't jack off the dolphins. It's fine. Um, they're sentient. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can kidnap Crabs a dolphin and keep sentient. it in a watery house for with you for several years, <laughs> and hire a woman to jack it off. <laughs> It's It'll normal. be really normal. Yeah, I got this. The, I the got dolphin this. will have a normal it's relationship a with the <laughs> <laughs> I got this new dolphin patent carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Deep cut. You are, you are not allowed. You are not allowed to jack off on the dolphin patent carpet. That is, in fact, bestiality. And it's also really bad for your dick. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the worst one's the shark patent carpet. Those denticles, they really chafe. <laughs> yeah, when you go into a, um, when you go into an Igor's home, there's gonna be no carpets there. Yeah, because yeah. he got so much pussy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, somebody's been hiding a secret room in the wall, so it's really difficult to get a carpet fitted. We love segways. Yeah. So a bunch of other stuff happens. Uh, Vimes. Uh, so Vimes is like, oh, I'm gonna go on a nice trip with my wife. 
to the Clax Tower just to send some messages. But they get to the Clax Tower and it's been it's been shut down. The people are all gone and it's and it's broken. Uh, he goes in there and he has a look and Inigo is already there. And he's like, Yep, looks like they fucked it up. <laughs> kind of concerning, huh? And Vimes is like, This isn't a great sign. We should set off these flares so that they know. And uh Inigo's like, We should wait till night so if the People the nearby towers are also destroyed, then the the ones past that will see it. Um, also, not being funny, nighttime is the best time to settle for flare, regardless. Yeah, yeah. It's also the best time to uh, get but, well, eaten. Yeah, mm. Vines is like, yeah, that makes sense. Fine. Um, so he leaves him there, and he goes back to the house, uh, and he goes there for a bit, and then he gets fucking at by some some dudes impl- implicationally. Mm. Oh, or at least murdered. They really his body. were very clever. Clever, clever boy. Clever boy. Um, and yeah, so he gets home, and then uh, Sybil is like, "Oh, I was measuring the mm. carpets, and it's um, they're kind of it's kind of weird. Like one of the the floors is bigger than the other one. So they go there, and there's a secret room with all spy shit. And Vimes is like, "I can't believe." That our diplomatic like console guy was also a spy. That's crazy. Although half the stuff is just like info. It's just half of it is just like information. That like it's like not even necessarily like spying information. It's just like who knows who and who's in relation to who. It's like come on, Vimes. And loads of how do you think anything like works? mineralogical data? Right, it's the fat deposits there, of course. Yeah, it's about the fat deposits. I can't believe um, uh, Bush Cheney. Uh, had um, maps of the Uberworld fat deposits before they inv- invaded. <laughs> That's so strange. I'm always saying this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's very interesting. Um, and then they they have a uh, there's a there's a fancy there's a fancy event happening at the mine. That they've been invited to diplomatically, so they go. Uh, Detritus wears a, f- a fun troll suit that Igor makes him. Cheery wears like a very, very <laughs> over the top ball gown, I love which it. is like like red and it's got sequins on it and it's got feathers on it and it's it's like a whole a whole thing. <laughs> um, That's a great joke in the sequence where uh, where uh, where. Sybil is like detritus. You can't bring a crossbow with with you, and to like, wait, what if I put more glitter on it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sherry gets an axe. Like that's because it's cultural, and your crossbow isn't cultural. <laughs> he does have his fists. Uh, yeah, he does have his his big troll fists. Yeah, uh, which is important um, because they they get there, and um, there's going to be a blood axe and iron blood axe and iron hammer. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, which is a which is a, a Wagnerian dwarf opera um, about the the creation of the Scone of Stone. Yeah, yeah, St- the Scone of Stone. It's, it's very gay. Um, I think is the implication. <laughs> it's not gay. They were both dwarves. They were. They're yeah. both dwarves. Yeah, and, it's, and, and yeah, vibes keeps thinking about it. It's like it's too confusing. <laughs> it's kind of too confusing a for me. Gay, if it's two dwarves, like tradition. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's it's like different, you know. It's just like how they do, it. and he's like, "How? I don't understand." Jerry's <laughs> like, "They were both well, dwarves." To con- to con- he's like, "But were they men or were they women? Who's a man and who's a woman?" He's like, "They're both dwarves. Chill out." And he's like, "But I don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> gender, and, uh, 
Jinder. Um, he is. Rack off. Yeah, and then he's he's Jinder. called in. He's called in by D because they've been like, okay, you're a you're a police detective. You can help us solve what the fuck happened to the Scone of Stone. Um, so they take him secretly and him and Shiri to where it's kept and it's like up a sort of well lift where you like they increase the water level and you you go up like a tube and then you get to the top and there's like a there's a weighted plate so you go in and then if you weigh any more than you were when you went when, when you come out if you weighed any more than you weighed when you went in then a, like a cage falls on you like a scooby-doo trap mm. um <laughs> and the scone is and the scone is missing um and uh, he's like well this this is shit security. <laughs> <laughs> like this is terrible. This is very stupid. Um, but D is like, no, it's great. It's great. It's it's unfoxable. Um, but Vimes can think of a bunch of ways to do it. And Cherry's like, oh, couldn't you like, couldn't couldn't you fill your fill some bags full of sand each day, and then eventually you'd like they'd weigh the same as the scone, and you could drop them and then take the scone. And Fives is like, yes, that could be a way of doing it. <laughs> um, but he's like, now I know how dwarves would do it, which is wrong. <laughs> um, but we we don't know quite what happened yet. I wonder if a, a latex mold was... <laughs> <laughs> was was used in some way. Mm. Involved? Maybe. It's my scondom. Sonky time. Yeah. Vimes is like, this feels like this has something to do with uh the the replica going missing and <laughs> the mold being made of something uh but i'm i'm not quite fitting it together yet um and the guy who they think was involved was like maybe the candle lighter guy who then killed himself maybe out of shame but no one's sure what exactly happened um and vimes is like but the guards are so like dozy that like another guy who looked similar could come up with candles and they would probably just let him through if it was on if they were on a different shift um so they're not sure yet quite what happened uh but he returns to he returns to the the concert hall and they're watching the opera and everyone's crying he's like i do not understand <laughs> there's not even acting happening they're just sort of standing there <laughs> <laughs> Sybil's like, and it's very famous and it's very good. I did one of the parts at my school. Sybil rocks. Sybil's so cool. I love Sybil. At one point, he's like, wants her to be in Duchess mode so he can like make to make his life easier, and she she understands what he means, and she just goes like full Duchess. Yeah. It's great. I love the bit where uh, where where he's like Sybil, who's watching us? She's just like immediately <laughs> like yeah, it's like pretty much everybody. Uh, Wolfgang is there. He's like, oh yes, I saw you, but we do not always change for guests. Uh, wolf do you the like wolf. my do you like my fascist insignia? And he's like, Wolf the Wolf. He's like, oh, that is the famous Ag Morpork humor, I see. Um, <laughs> and Vines is like, this guy has a, has eyes, not like a wolf or a man, but like by the crazy guy at the pub who wants to stab you to death. He has zany eyes. <laughs> yeah. This cool. Seems like a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Chill dude. He then then heads to to go talk to the to the king, but then he notices that there's like something dripping on his face, and it's like candle wax. And Detritus looks up at the big chandelier, and then the chandelier falls, and he jumps and he uh, pushes Reese Reeson. Well, he grabs Reese Reeson, the low king, and pulls him out of the way, and Detritus catches the chandelier. Um, and it's all like a big blur and like, everyone's moment. yelling 
someone throws an axe at his back and it hits him in the in the armor. Um, and then he wakes up in jail. <laughs> oh, cliffhanger! Uh oh. There's also like a Uh-oh. very brief like knobby sequence. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, the, the Watchmen. The Watchmen unionize, and it's fucking cool. <laughs> they unionize because Colon sucks so badly, and he burned all the paperwork, including the shitty, which gives them their wages from the palace. <laughs> they, they just. They just they just form a union and they're like fuck yeah. you Colon we're on strike and he goes mad it's good yeah Colon is like I'm out of my depth and I'm illiterate but I'm also racist and I'm gonna make this everyone else's problem <laughs> yeah he's um he's just like freaking out and he's burnt everything and he's like it's so clean it's so clean now <laughs> everything's so tidy it was so untidy before but now it's tidy. And Nobby's like, hello, we've we've created a new Watchmen's Union. Um, a- and Red Shoe is really involved because he knows how to do like a picket, you know. Colon somehow turns into um, Frank Reynolds from Always Sunny when when they, <laughs> when they go on quarantine and he like shaves himself and covers himself in hand sanitizer and crawls along the floor. Like, yeah. I just want to be pure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a great scene i love that as like a little bit of like you know there's a sort of such a c plot really yeah (laughs) it's just like it's just like and now and ang mulpok meanwhile meanwhile in the comedy relief comedy relief sequence but it's like it's like really good comedy cutaways like oh it is it's fantastic very good and it kind of does does kind of connect to it because there's the whole thing where they're like sort of trying to send messages to Vimes and stuff and obviously the Klax Tower and Ubervold isn't working mm. it's been yeah. attacked but they're like yeah don't put this through colon yeah I mean, it mm. proves the point on like how much like Vimes and Carrot uh, and you know Angua and Chiri and the Tritus are needed in the watch mm. <laughs> yeah, they're like the sort of the, the competent ones. I mean, I, to be honest, like I think it's just because Colon has senior seniority just based on his like his experience and his history with the watch that he ends up in this position. Because like anyone else probably would have done yeah, a better yeah. job. Yeah. Red Shoe would have done a better job. Dorf yeah, would have done like, a better job. Nobby would have done a better job. Visit would have Nobby, done a Nobby would have. Yeah, like any of them could have done a better Nobby. job by just not being insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it is very funny when Carrot's like, "Oh, I I resigned to uh, to Angua, so she like knows he's serious." And she's like, "But wait, who's in charge now?" And he's like, "Well, Fred, Fred has seniority." And she's like, "Yeah, and his nightmares." <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> so that's happened what happened for real. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, uh, and I like that they're doing all their union organizing in the pub, and they can't really agree on like. A slogan or anything, <laughs> like, but they've got they've got all like normal demands. Yeah, like, the, the one thing they can want. agree on is another, another drink. drink. Yeah, another drink. Nobby's insistence that they all have a like a metal bin uh, with a fire in it so they can handle around has informed my uh, idea of pickets ever since. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You want a fire that you can you can you know can warm your hands by exactly. mm-hmm. while you, while you're picketing. Yeah, that was a bit where like wreck shoe is like yeah I've I've organized stuff like this and the main thing you got to do is that it's gonna be like da 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 <laughs> yeah so it's gonna be the the chanty rhythm it's gotta be catchy because um, they have very they have very reasonable requests where they're like oh I I want to not have to work like 
Yeah. Multiple night shifts. Not be held, held accountable for sugar cube crimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want three days off for grandma funerals a, a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here, look at work, us supporting a police union. Look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Police, police <laughs> unions are still bad. Yes, in real life, they're bad. But this yeah. union, it's okay. It's also bad. But it's also but theoretical. Cops. But, cops. but I can't relate real. because, uh, because I've been having to go back to work uh, now that I got out of the hospital and like I had a week where I could just chill at home and then I had to go back to work and I, I, I was just I was just like what? Come on, <laughs> let me just let me just not work and just give me money. Wouldn't that be better? Yeah. Yeah. I literally would. Yeah. I just shouldn't. I I, th- I think work just shouldn't be legal. <laughs> I think less work, more weekend, more pay. More pay. I agree. And do you know less what is work? work more pay. Podcasting. Uh, podcasting, more podcasting is the only way. And we should do Who less podcasts in the commune. <laughs> no, we should do more podcasting. Okay. <laughs> well, is there, Do you have any final thoughts on this third of? It's the good. It fucking rules. I'm really excited to finish reading this. Um, yeah it's just it's just a yeah it's good it's a good mystery it's fun plot it's just very very enjoyable to read it's the summer of uh vimes vime summer hot vime summer vimes only (laughs) good vimes only exactly um if you enjoyed this uh then you can subscribe you can you can give money to our patreon for three years a month you can get access to our bonus episodes including dark spell and the musical episodes and other shit that we do or you can donate five you get your name shouted out like these people uh terran what do we want no noises okay <laughs> <laughs> Onion oh, no. another drink <laughs> when do we want it uh, now justin crandall now Ooh. Yes. Ooh. cora <laughs> what do we want uh and Tw- twice as much shout outs to those who give us 10 euros on the Bjorn song and the ankles of the show tiers such as Tintin good, good patrons Slime Simon <laughs> when do we want him Slime that Simon Flash Wraith now <laughs> Jason H Solidarity uh, Forever hello Gardar Gudmundsson Solidarity uh, Forever Rep the commune A Big Flat Band Solidarity union makes forever. us strong. Unlistenable audio. <laughs> so the union okay. makes us strong. The union makes us strong. And of makes course, uh, thank you for uh, all our patrons on the $8,000 tier. Michael mm. Morbius. Michael thank you, Michael Morbius. Morbius. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you so You saved much, my life Michael when Morbius. I was in Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> we did no knock raids and I was uh, shot by one of my <laughs> own people while we massacred a family without remorse. Yep. <laughs> Love Morbius the movie. Thank you, Michael now. Morbius. A movie um, without a gender. Genderless movie. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this question mark. If not, okay. Uh, but we'll see you in <laughs> I a know few you weeks. This, you <laughs> if not, alright, good for you. If you enjoyed this. I don't know what to Seek say. Help. I bet you all got off when we said knockers. Yeah. When we said knockers, you were like, that's the sexiest thing I've ever heard. It was almost erotic, but it was too British. So I, so I couldn't. Too bawdy. It was almost too erotic. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was too bawdy. Okay. Well, we'll see you soon. And until then, Beyond Can Strong in the Arm is my uncle. Beyond yeah. Strong in the Arm is my uncle. Um, Granny Weatherwax says uh, uh, post birth abortions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck um, postpartum abortions, baby. Fuck uh, 
Fuck the unrealized dialogue, ideological allies. Free drinks. Uh, yeah. um, the union makes us strong. Uh, Unionize, baby. Yeah. Union. Dutch people say, knockers. Through ancient times.